Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. This episode of Private Talk Podcast is brought to you by Stereo, the app for live social conversations, and we want to talk directly to you, our listeners. You can join our show to play a fun game we like to call Truth with Texas, where I ask you questions and get to know a little more about each of my fans. Every episode, I'll tell you the secret password that you will need to remember to participate in the game. That week, so you make sure you listen every week for a chance to connect with me. Live on stereo. This week's password is truth. We want to hear everything. Download the stereo app now and join us live this week. Link below for our show. Hello, hello, hello. It's Private Talk Podcast and we're back season two with another episode. And today we have the pleasure of having Romeo Lacoste on the couch. Thanks for having me. Thank you for coming and being a part of Private Talk. We want to get to know all about you. Private Talk is interested to know all about your endeavors, what new things you have going on. And yeah, so let us know a little bit more about you, Romeo. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure, um, I'm sure just like everyone, uh, the whole, you know, quarantine and COVID thing was kind of like a eye opener for a lot of people. And and, uh, a lot of people took that opportunity, including myself, to, you know, work on stuff that I wasn't able to start before. So um, I just recently started working on music last year, right when COVID started. So it was just like a really... Was it COVID inspired? Because, you know, you do tattoos. You're really well known for doing tattoo artistry and things like that. What, did you already already have aspirations to do those things? Or was it just something that kind of fell into your lap because you were like had so much time on your hand now? Yeah, so it's a little bit of both. So it's it's pretty crazy because, well, I was born, I had like basically natural drawing talent. I've been drawing ever since I was born. So... It just felt like the so right out of the womb. You're, you're, you're I'm not even kidding. Like I was literally drawing portraits, like like eight years old. You know, that's crazy. Yeah, and then they were kind of like framing them. Were your on the parents wall. in in the same field? Is mm. that why, or is it just something that 
in your family bloodline, it just kind of happened. I think there's there's different types of artists in my family. Some are music. There's a few like I think there's a few like architects like uh, in my in my family, but no one was like in that style of art. And um, yeah, I just ever since I was born, I was just drawing, doing portraits, cartoons, stuff like that. Like at a very very young age, like since I could pick up a pencil and. Um, I got better and better over time and it just seemed like I had like a natural gift and um, What inspired you to get that out on paper at like eight years old? Did you know like what direction you're going in? How did that even start? Well, I think like, you know, just being like really young and being able to draw and everyone being like Oh, how can you draw like that? You know in school and and you know parents it's like the cool kid factor even more kid It's like what are you gonna draw next? Yeah, what exactly And then um, you know, I loved cartoons So I was always drawing cartoons and you know doing like, you know portraits of like, you know famous, you know people and stuff like that and um, like Abraham Lincoln and just like different type of you know popular characters and people were just like so impressed so I just kept at it, you know, cuz it's kind of like oh, it's cool people think I can draw, you know And um, so I just kept drawing and I got better and better over time and I really got heavy into cartoons and video games when I got became a teenager So I just started getting into, you know, drawing that kind of stuff and then um, right when I turned like 17 18 I just realized that art, you know, I had to do something art related because it was just so natural for me and something that I excelled in so, uh, you know, just being into like the music scene and being like a little bit more of a rebel, I was like, you know, what, I'm gonna be a tattoo artist, you know, and uh, yeah, just how basically. did your parents feel about that? Did they feel like they were already gonna knowingly gonna do something like that because you know, first people only want people like their kids to do art stuff because you mm-hmm. feel like, oh, there's not really that much money in that anymore. Yeah. Or at the time, I feel like it's now how you market yourself, and now you're putting tattoo and you're inking your body. At that right. time, did you have any, you know, tattoos? Uh, well, I got, I decided I was gonna be a tattoo artist at 17 and my mom did not have it. She was like, you know, super Christian, like still is like very, very like super Christian. And she was just like, it's a sin. She like kicked me out of the house and she wanted me to be like a, she wanted me to, you know, get into something that's a little bit more professional, you know? And, um, but that's not fun. Right. There's no fun fun fun. in that. Right. (laughs) Exactly. What's fun about that? So, you know, I was just like, you know what? Fuck that. I just like let her kick me out. Rebel without a cause. I like it harder. I'm the same way. Yeah. So I just kept at it, but I've always had a, you know, a passion for music. Obviously I think everyone loves music. Um, I'd, I'd be surprised if someone says I don't like music, you know, but, um, you know, and I used to do like, uh, I actually did some like little rock bands and, and music stuff with my brother when we were teenagers and stuff. So I've always had like a passion for it. And uh, yeah, so the last like, you know, 10 years, I've just been just devoted my life to tattooing and, you know, making a name for myself. And I'm sure a lot of people know I, you know, kind of paved the way for a lot of like celebrity tattoo artists and other artists to kind of follow in the social media space. Um, and yeah, I just basically was just like, you know, gun ho on that and it's just been grinding and doing a lot of stuff in that space. But with the whole COVID thing, you know, I think I was just like, you know, I have all this extra free time. And, you know, I think a lot of people, aside from just a free time, I think a lot of people took it as a, as a moment, a kind of like an awakening moment where you're like, life can change in the blink of an eye. Cause like no one expected that to happen in literally our entire we world. We have no control of it. Right. And the entire world was flipped upside down. Like one minute, like. I was talking with this with one of my friends the other day. It's like the idea of going to like a theme park without a mask and just being out. It almost seems like a, a life that was like, you know, so long a distant, yeah, a distant yeah. life. Because it's like we've, we've 
learn to conform with it. Yeah, it's crazy. It almost seems like a distant life that we ba- hardly remember. It's like it seems like a and fantasy. And it's just coming up on a year. Yeah, you know what I mean. And now, and that's what the crazy part is. Is like mm-hmm. it, with all that being said, it it still does feel like mm-hmm. a whole other time. Like it seems so yeah, long ago. Distant, when it started. distant time of another world. You know where we. But I feel like some people too, yeah. like you know, they took it really hard with you know not mm-hmm. being able to like you know being self isolated mm-hmm. and not knowing what to do. But I feel like you know I myself did not have a problem with it because I already being an artist myself it's like we get so much things going on mm. and we never get to sit in our own things oh my like God, you know what I mean? you're right. it's like you're go 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 so it's like how did you make manifest that into music now yeah so I, I had all this extra free time and then I also had the you know the sort of awakening moment where I was like dude life could change at any moment and um I don't know if you had heard but like uh I was really close with Juice World and he passed away uh not too long ago and he kind of also inspired me where it was like I always kind of had this thing where I I knew that one day I was going to dabble in the music and then when he died really suddenly and him and I were close I had I had literally seen him like two days before he died and then when COVID happened it was just kind of like all these different emotions and things in my head were just kind of telling me like if you don't do it now, like when, you this know? Yeah, you know, it's like, like if what you, are you waiting for? Right. It's kind of like you have like a list of things that you want to do in life and you want to try. And it's like, who's telling you no, you know? And if you don't do it now or if you don't make time for it, when are you ever going to make time for it? So I just, you know, I was like, okay, well, I'm making good money tattooing. I have this extra time. So I just started getting in the studio and then started, you know, paying for videos and studio time and, and just really kind of taking things serious. And I've been working on my EP. I've, I put out my first song like two months ago. I have the next one coming out this month and I've been working on a whole project. So I've been kind of like a little bit quiet behind the scenes, slowly kind of just easing like my fan base and social media into it. But I've been working pretty hard. I mean, it's, I'm, I don't like really slow down. Like I tattoo full time four or five days a week. And then I spend literally the two days I have off in the studio or doing something that's music related. So it's just like, I, you know, I don't want to slow down. I want to give my fans and everybody, I want to give everything I have, everything that I have to give, you know? So I'm tattooing and not slowing down that. And then it's like, I'm still grinding on the music on the side because it's like, you know, just, it's like, it's awesome. It's awesome to see that because it's one of those things that you seem very passionate about mm. it. You seem very like, you know, you're hungry, you're, you're mm. ready for it. You're ready, you know, eager to work, being in the studio, do all these like, like the steps mm. to doing that, that hard part to get to where mm. you need to be. It's just, it's like putting full circle because it's right. like tattooing was your passion. That's where you, you're mm. bread and butter, but it's like, you want to have the hobby become the other thing sure. back around where it's like, now you're just tattooing yeah. here and there. Where now yeah. you're doing your music thing. Well, I think, I so think what, it, what do, is your, your music, your EP that you had mm-hmm. to come out? What is, where can we find that? What can, where can we listen to that? It's not out yet. I'm still, still working on it. Um, but it'll be obviously on all music platforms. Um, I probably will have another one or two months on that, but, but you've released something already. Yeah. I have, I have one video out. I released two months ago and I have my second single coming out this month. Uh, white That's lies. Awesome. Yeah. And this one's like a huge step up from the first. So I'm kind of just, you know, everything's really new to me. You know, when you try something new, you're kind of figuring out your style, you're figuring out what you want to do and you're kind of experimenting and discovering a lot. So it's a learning process for me, but it's, I'm having a lot of fun with it. And I think that, uh, one, you know, another thing I can kind of throw in that related to the tattoo thing is, um, you know, I've been tattooing for like, you know, over 10 years since I was 17, you know, uh, full time nonstop. So it's kind of cool to do something that's art related, that's in a different type of field. Uh, field. And it's like I have also more freedom, you know, because when I tattoo, it's like people come to me to... And they're telling you what to yeah, do. Yeah, it's like I have to take their idea and basically add make my twist, make it my own. But when I do music, it's like no one, no one's here telling me like what 
you can do. I'm literally just like, you know what? If I want to do R&B, I'll do R&B. If I want to do pop, I'll do pop. If I want to do this, do that. If I want to say this, I'll say that. So you with know? that being said, what genre of music would you classify yourself of what you're working on? Yeah, it's like pop R&B, okay. you know? It's more singing. Um, I always like tell people that I rap like Eminem when they first ask me just to see what their reaction is going to be. But okay. then I'm like, ha, I'm kidding. I can't rap. So who are your <laughs> musical influences? Uh, let's see. I really like Zayn a lot. I listen to a lot of Drake, even though it's not, doesn't sound like Drake. Um, what does it sound like? Uh, well, <laughs> like pop art. I want the truth! <laughs> um, I like Bozzy. I listen to, I, funny enough, I listen to BTS. You know, you know who BTS is? The Dumb. Korean group? No. no. They're like a pop Korean boy band. They're really dope. Um, yeah, I listen to a lot of, uh, I even listen to like, you know, Bryson Tiller and a lot of the R&B, you know, like more urban so stuff. So that's the kind of market, that's the lane you want to yeah, R&B. Yeah, I like that R&B pop, you know, like a fusion of both. Um, yeah, I like that. What kind of stuff do you listen to? For me, I mean, I'm all over the board, but I do, you know, it depends on the time of day. I'm definitely an R&B girl. That's I cool. love my hip hop, my rap, mm. I like, you know, gangster shit. Oh, I'm okay. a, I like, like that. country music. I was just in a country music uh -huh. video too. So, yeah, so I'm Were diverse. You? I was. With a name like Texas, I hope you like country music. I mean, I was, you know, Texas is also a pseudo name, but mm. yes, I am also from Texas. Speaking so. of, I was just in Texas like two weeks ago when they had that massive snowstorm. I was there too. You were? I, I was, was in Dallas. I was in San Antonio. I got literally, I got blizzard in, no power, no, I was there to tattoo. So and let's, we just, like, let's talk about your story. So you were there for a tattoo uh -huh. and you, where were you at a hotel? I'm assuming you, did you have no power? You had no water? Yeah, it was you? like, it was like an Airbnb. I was tattooing one of my friends. I was there to, my two friends and I was there to tattoo them. And I, it was like a tattoo slash get out of El California and go out kind Vacation. of thing. We can't really do anything here. So right. it's like, Texas is a little bit more open. <laughs> and then literally, your literally the day I got in, the night I got in, it was like, I think. 20 yeah. degrees yeah. and we we're snowed in no power we lost power all the stores got closed it was just like crazy everything Chaos. how long did you get stuck there was there a week a week and see i was there the same thing mine yeah. was weak i was fortunate that i did still have power uh -huh. and we had water my mom um and my brother who was in austin they, they mm -hmm. he did not um, but my mommy didn't either as well for like 48 hours. Like it was something crazy. We were lucky because I feel like we were the same grid as like a hospital is what uh. we tried to say. So we were like, I mean, I'm mm -hmm. hoping that's why. So we didn't get the worst of it, but I was definitely stuck for a week. I couldn't, even the way to get out, I had to drive to Austin to fly out because the whole city was shut down. But what was crazy to me, and I was talking about this earlier, was that I've been to so many other places mm -hmm. where it's so much more snow or ice and mm -hmm get to fly it, it happens but you know in san antonio they didn't have anything that happened like that since like 89 so they didn't have the equipment to do anything that's so crazy two you know inches of ice made my whole life be <laughs> stuck there for a week but i definitely had family time like i said i was it was a good situation there was a lot of other people that you know definitely got the, the worst part of it and you know they're still going through that taking up repairing everything like that too so shout out to texas my heart is always with you guys but yes like we made it back and uh, but i definitely was like thinking about moving there and mm. i was like i don't think i want to move there anytime soon <laughs> i'm like you i don't want to like ever have to be in that situation ever again a lot of people are moving to texas but uh, that's true mm -hmm. you know i i have you know kind of a um, I feel like I, I get a pass because I am actually from Texas sure. and that's eventually where I wanted to move back anyways. <laughs> get a pass. But I mean, yes, a lot of people from California are fleeing to Texas, which a lot of people there are kind of upset with it because it's like, it's all fair and done whenever you're there in the beginning, but you also don't want to change Texas and conform it to what California oh has God, become because no. those are the same people who are voting or the people that are going right. there and doing the same thing. Well, so hopefully yeah. not, you know what I mean? Like there's always good yeah. things. I love Texas and I will eventually move back there or have a home 
home there, but you know, not anytime soon. I'm yeah. definitely big on my podcast right now, right. and all the people that I want to interview are all here You're in LA. Right. So it's a retirement place. Yes, yes. Yeah. Later on in life, you know, I'll have a lake house there, and it'll be fun. Or two. Or two. Right. <laughs> two. But why do you need one and two in the same place? It'd just right. be a bigger compound You're of right. things. Yeah, I love. I mean, I, honestly, I I'm a huge fan of California, but I think with this whole thing, it's just been so difficult for anyone to love California and this whole mess. True. You know, California has its, I feel it's beautiful in its own, in its own right. It's just because of everything going on in the world that you have so many different things that just aren't so beautiful right now. So it's like, you know, we're kind of, it's like Gotham city out there at this moment. Oh my God. It's, it's pretty insane. Gotham city. What's your social media weakness? Would you say social media weakness? You have something that you just have to go and like check. You have <sighs> to like go and do. You have to go search. Are you like an OnlyFans member? You have your own OnlyFans. Like, what's going on there? No OnlyFans. <laughs> no, I don't have one. I don't subscribe to them. Um, Rude. I have an OnlyFans. You're not even subscribed and supporting. I can. I will. Rude. I will right after this. If you, All right. Yeah, now we're gonna cool. rectify the situation. I will. I Support. got you. Um, but I know, I don't know. I don't, uh, what's a social, I honestly try to stay off as much as possible. I feel like social media is like super toxic. Um, especially like the longer you're on it, the more you realize like how, how much time you've wasted. Yeah. That is just like, um, I don't know, it's just unhealthy to be on there too much, you know? And I feel like, you know, it's a platform for people to kind of say in whatever they want with no repercussions, you know? And I think that it's easy for people to go on there and, you know, it's like you, you get 10 or 20 positive comments and then you see kind of the one bad one and it just sort of like ruins your day yeah so i try to just go on post you know engage a little bit with uh you know with the positivity and then you know maybe try to get off a little bit but you know i think uh you know obviously there's a lot of funny stuff on there and so you're a meme type person uh sometimes yeah, yeah. like I, I like to look at stupid stuff you know on there and make fun of what's the stupidest thing that you would look at in the daily uh just like we want to know the truth. Come on now. I want the truth. You can't. You're holding back. Like you're. You're like I can see it. You know. You're okay. Just you like, know. You're like I don't really want to tell private talk. Okay. But this is a private okay, conversation. You're, right. you're here with Alexis Texas. Right. So give us the goods. Right. Okay. <laughs> so you know when you're on the Explorer page and then you see like uh, naked those, girls. Well, that yeah. That I mean, I definitely have a weakness for you know uh, big booty girls on Instagram and TikTok. Um, but. You know when you go on the Explore page and then you see like funny um, sort of like news. I am. So you know when you see like those kind of like those funny like news channels and they're like making fun of like celebrities. Okay. Like they're like, oh, this person. Like it's like the stuff that you honestly probably should It's shouldn't. like usually like the National Enquirer but on like internet kind of thing. Kind of. You know where they're like, you know, they're making fun of like rappers because like rappers did this, rappers did that, you know. And it's just kind of funny because sometimes I'll go on there and I'll just like share it with my friends and be like, ha, ah, look at, you know. So your of. group messages are like starting with like that in the morning? <laughs> Pretty much, honestly. I wake up in the morning and it's like five messages of like, you know, stupid stuff that other people, a lot of times it's people we know have done and we're just kind of like sending to each other. So but it's kind of like a private, you know, we're just kind of laughing amongst ourselves. I like that. There's nothing <laughs> wrong with a good laugh in the morning. You got to join in with your friends and like all laugh about it too. Yeah. You know, or like, like funny faces that like, uh, you know, when they catch like, celebrities making funny faces on like videos or interviews. Or like or, the crying things or like whatever. Yeah. Like, yeah, kind yeah of I don't know. That. I guess so. What about you? What's your what's your social media weakness? This isn't about me. It's fine. About I was you. trying that to. Right you can ask me the question at the end, but no, you're trying to like maybe. Like, yeah, okay, I don't want to be weird, but that's not weird. It's just you like you know. No, like it's not being like. weird. I was just just trying to you know like kind of. So if people came with a warning label, mm -hmm. what would yours be? Uh, mischievous. Mischievous. I like how you said that in like a blue steel voice. Mischievous. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> bad news. Bad news. <laughs> I don't know. I like it. Stick with it. Yeah, you know. 
kind of like a, you know, I'm a little bit of a danger zone. I don't know, I guess. <laughs> flirt, you I know. like it. It's like might get in trouble with me a little bit. A little bit? What yeah. is like one of your biggest turnoffs? <sighs> biggest turnoffs? Hmm. I don't know. You know when like, especially here in LA, it's like girls that just want to go out and, and go to parties all the time, you know? It's like are girls people are, are still partying in COVID time. Well, you know what I'm talking about. It's like, I or guess, like they just have to be out. Every yeah, single night. it's like, ah, oh, I'm just going to go out and drink. I want to go to like, I'm looking for a party. Like they just can't. It's like they can't stay their ass at home. Yeah, it's <laughs> like you can't just like we can't just watch a movie. We can't play some video games. We can't, you know, even like just have a group of people over the house and make it like more casual. It's like have to have to be out, have to be seen. I have to. Where's the celebrities at? You know, mm. I don't know. It's just I think maybe. I don't know. It's it like, feels like you're dating younger girls that uh, are into like the party scene. You just gotta like, you know, graduate on what you kind of want in life. But, but LA is like, I feel like it's like the big city. Everybody will like either come here, they're not from here most yeah. time out of ten. So it's like they want to see all of it and take yeah. all of it in and like maybe get their chance to see somebody at <sighs> a table that's like, oh my god. But it's like really not yeah. like I it gets just, really you know. I just I'm in. just so involved with like the social media like seen with like tiktokers and instagrammers and all that it's just everyone's out trying to party 24 7 i guess since i've like done it for a while it's kind of like so how do you say you say you're always working uh, and fits one way if you're mm. in the tattoo shop or with music how do you stay focused and like all this chaos if like mm. you seem like you have a lot of friends that are in that tiktok and mm. instagram world where they have to be seen and taking a photo to get somebody this that or whatever for branding what how do you stay focused and still stay on track and do what you're you what you're meant to do it's i don't think it's really that hard i think if you're if you're focused and you're just like you're, you're very um like conscious and you're very focused on like you you know what your goals are and you know what you're into and you know what you like you don't really you don't get distracted too much like it's easy for me to just be like no nah, i don't feel like partying i don't feel like going out i don't feel like nah, you know i'm just kind of like i have stuff to do i feel like people some people just can't turn down parties like for me it's just like so were you one time up like a big party in the big party scene mm -hmm. and that's why you're just burnt out and you're just jaded now or would you say that you just Never been into that. Whole uh, world. No, I mean, obviously, I think there's a time and place for everything. I definitely go out. Obviously, you know, there's a lot of networking that goes at parties. So I feel like for me, I'm I need to be at parties because sometimes I'll go to a party and meet, you know, celebrities or, you know, it could be Post Malone. It could be, you know, Drake could be whoever. And sometimes I'll just be like, you know, we'll talk about a tattoo and then end up tattooing a few weeks later. So for me, it's important to go out. But I think that for me, what kind of burned me out is I'm, I'm sure you can probably relate to this too it's like you know you, you meet some of these people and then you kind of hang around them for a few minutes and it's like they don't really some of these people don't have a whole lot of substance to them you know it's kind of like you, you you're in this scene and all when all someone talks about is partying and drugs and just like who they're hooking it's up like with you don't relate yeah well it's just like what, what else is there to talk about like what else, like what are you trying to do you know like do you yeah. have any kind of like you know there's a difference between people at parties who uh like do something and have some kind of you know they're there you know the kind of chill hang out but they're they have something to do and then those people who are just at parties all the time just to be at parties and to see somebody and they, yeah and it's like it's like how do you pay your bills you guys don't even do anything you know i don't yeah. know it's like some of these people don't even it's like they don't have a job and it's like i mean yeah, welcome you know, to la yeah it's like dude i feel like most people are like what do you do and it's like some kind of job you don't even yeah. know like nowadays there's so, like there's yeah. so many different things it's like how do these do? people survive out here it's crazy i don't know it's a tough world out there yeah it's like you party seven days a week and you just don't work it's like so you've been in this whole, you know, yeah. industry thing. You said mm. you've made like a celebrity um, tattoo artist, like a, you know, a movement and like mm. a kind of a big segue for things. How, who was your biggest celebrity that you've tattooed? So, yeah, so it's crazy. The, 
the celebrity, you know, when I first started tattooing, there was no such thing as a celebrity tattoo artist. I mean, there was like Kat Von D, um, but she was kind of like pre-social media. It was more like reality TV. And then, you know, it was before the social media age thing. And then I kind of came into it and I, I saw, I was like Instagram early and I saw an opportunity. I was like, you know what? I just kind of knew that social media was going to be the wave and I could utilize social media. So I was like the first social media celebrity tattoo artist on Instagram. And then once people start following, how do you get that name? Like what mm -hmm. qualifies you to do well, that? I, I just started. So I was not only was I tattooing celebrities and kind of being involved in the, you know, kind of like people with followers and things like that. But I was the first tattoo artist to really sort of brand myself as a, a brand, like my face, my image, my name. Cause you know, when Instagram first started, in the tattoo space, you know, people were really old school. They had an old school mentality and they were like, oh, like a lot of tattoo artists were telling me, don't post pictures of yourself. Like you're, you know, like that's, no one's going to respect you. Like just post your work, like stop taking selfies. And I kind of knew in my head, I was like, no, because I want people to remember my name and put a face to my name, mm -hmm. you know? And that's how you build a brand is by people being able to recognize not only your name, but your face. Because if you just see someone's art, I mean, yeah, you can remember their name, but when you can put a face to it, it just brings the whole package together. So I was tattooing celebrities. I was going on tour and, and I was posting pictures of myself and my Instagram started blowing up. And then funny enough, like three, four, five years later, other tattooers are starting to do the same. Now it's like the same guys were telling me, you know, like, oh, like don't. I thought you said that wouldn't yeah. work, asshole. <laughs> right. And then so I was like, you know what? All right, cool. So now you guys are doing that. What's the next thing? So then I moved over to YouTube and I was the first tattoo artist to start a YouTube channel. And then I hit a million subscribers on YouTube and I was awesome. collabing with all the YouTubers. And now people were telling me the same thing. They were like, ah, why are you, you, you know, like, don't do that. It looks stupid. Like, you know, like, but I think I was, that's what that sets artists apart is like when you don't listen to the conformity yeah. of what everybody's telling you. Cause you're like, if you have something in the back of your mm -hmm. head or if you want to get something out, you're like, no, I'm going to do it my way. And if they don't like it, cool. But I feel like they're going to, and that's what sets people apart from being at the levels well, that they are. Look at every successful person. Every successful person is somebody who did things their way. Didn't listen to what everyone told them. And you know, pushed hard enough until it started working, you know, cause it doesn't always work at first or, you know, you might get some kind of like resistance, but if you push hard enough and eventually you're consistent and you make things, you, you just keep grinding. Eventually you'll get somewhere because people are going to see like, Oh, this person's doing it different, you know, and yeah. they're everywhere. So it's like, they're not going anywhere. Okay. Right. Exactly. And then all of a sudden you're not like the crazy person anymore. You're the, the genius who like stepped outside the box. Right. Exactly. <laughs> so, so who is the biggest celebrity oh, that you, sorry. um, <laughs> Um, I mean, I've tattooed, oh my God, the, the list, celebrity list is ginormous, but I mean, just the, some of the top people. So Kendrick Lamar, Justin Bieber, Ariana Grande, Marshmello, um, Odell Beckham Jr. Uh, I mean, you know, everywhere from like Kodak Black to, you know, Sway Lee. Who's I mean, been your favorite piece that you've done? Um, piece, as far as tattoo, it's, it's really hard because I try not to get too attached to the actual tattoos. Um, and honestly, sometimes when I work with celebrities, I don't want to say that I'm not too crazy about the tattoos that I do on them, but usually they, they don't really like, they usually have their own kind of ideas that they want. You know, they have a very specific thing that they want. So it's usually not always in the style that I, I enjoy doing. Sometimes I have to kind of give, do something more in, in their style or what they want. But as far as like people that I really enjoyed working with, I really liked tattooing Ariana she was actually like a lot more real and down to earth and I feel like people give her credit or mm -hmm. thing that she is and uh Kendrick Lamar was really cool Ken, you know I always tell people this story so Kendrick he, he comes to the shop like midday when the shop's open during business hours 
sometimes usually i don't think he's even brought security once but he comes no security he just like chills and waits in the lobby you know until whatever like he just it's not like some of these guys are like you gotta come to me or i'm coming only after hours yeah they like i don't want no one there like you know kendrick will just show up and just chill you know and and just wait and then just get tattooed while the shop's open you know so it's cool to see someone on that level and sometimes these celebrities are just yeah you know and even you know even ariana came to the shop the first time i tattooed her and uh, just got tattooed with her brother, and it was just like a really normal experience, you know? That's awesome. Uh, I mean, because yeah. I feel like people so much put into, like, and you know, some people themselves, too, like this celebrity thing where mm. it's like they're actually people, too. You know, they, yeah. they like normal things. They like tattoos. They yeah. like, you know, going to the movies or things that they can't do anymore. Like, it's taken away from them yeah. because it's like they become such something, like, untouchable to some most people. Yeah, except for Drake. I feel like he's not a normal person. A normal person. <laughs> he just—I don't know. He just has. I have. I love Drake, and I've met him a few times. I've been, you know, I tattoo like a lot of the OVO guys, and I've been to the parties and stuff. But he just has this sort of like presence, where it's kind of like a almost like a, a surreal sort of a, you know, kind of figure that's just like a, you know, kind of like a movie figure in real life almost. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's kind of it's it's that's interesting. interesting that you say that. Yeah. I don't know if I like, I don't think that he's, you know, not from nothing in his own thing, but it's, I feel like it's, um, it strikes people differently as far mm-hmm. as like, you know, especially like how, what, what he means to you mm-hmm. and level, you know, all that stuff. Like for me, because also of who I am, some people sometimes get nervous in front of me and I'm like, but why you're so-and-so and like, what are what's wrong with you? Like I like should be like whatever. So in, you know, not saying in that situation, mm-hmm. but it's just like how people take different people, um, for just themselves being mm-hmm. in a normal situation from being in a pl- party or whatever with more, more than like yourself with that person and like in a group of people. So do you have, um, like a wish list of celebrities that you'd like to, do your art on? Yeah, so I have two. Uh, well, one, I, I've never tattooed Drake yet. He follows me on Instagram, and I've, you know, been around him and stuff. But so if you manifest that, maybe it's going to happen. Trying. Maybe he'll be watching Private Talk right now I and be like, so. you know, I should have him do a tattoo for Jersey, me. what's going on, bro? <laughs> um, and then, and then, yeah, and then uh, Elon Musk would be really dope, even though I know he probably never would get tattooed. But, yeah, that'd be really cool. Do you ever go to, like, people and, like, tell them your ideas to do it without them, like, they're just like, hey, I want to tattoo, and you're like, mm-hmm. oh, I have this great idea, or, like, they have you make it up for you, or is it always someone telling you, like, this is what I want? Usually if they, well, I feel like the fans, like, the people who follow me on Instagram, like, the fans who are a fan of my art come to me and they're like, do whatever you, sometimes they're like, just do whatever you want, I just want a piece from you, like, whatever, is there anything you've been wanting to do? But usually the, you know, the higher profile clients will come to me. They'll let me kind of tweak their ideas sometimes. Sometimes they're very specific. They're like, this is exactly what I want. But a lot of times they'll kind of tell me like a general idea of what they want. And then I kind of just, um, you know, I'll improve it. Because I feel like a lot of times, they're, you know, most people, they have an idea in their head as for a tattoo. And it doesn't translate the same as it would like on actual once you see it on mm-hmm. a design so a lot of times i have to take their idea and kind of just be like okay well let's do it like this because this actually won't look Way that good it, yeah so what would you say your style is i do a lot of single needle like i do a lot of uh single needle stuff but i specialize in doing really really detailed small micro tattoos so i'll do like miniature portraits or really small designs that have insane amount of detail like super super small i mean there's been a few tattoos i've done that are just like the smallest like you know disney castle or smallest like you know like different rows or whatever and they just have like all this crazy amount of detail in such a small space like the size of a quarter or something like that you know yeah do you have any tattoos by the way i have none i have zero tattoos keep it that way i have like for me i think like it's um 
I mean, you could think differently because mm-hmm. you're a tattoo artist, uh-huh. but like, I think it's a male thing, like a male thing. I think the woman's body is too beautiful of a thing to, mm-hmm. to just tattoo. This will be the first time I say this on an interview <laughs> and I actually don't like to say this, but I actually feel the exact same way. Um, people, I feel like girls that are always heavily tattooed always like think that I'm like super attracted to them. They're yeah. like, they, you know, try to hit me up. It's girls with sleeves and stuff. And, uh, you know, even though I, I love tattooing girls and those are like my main clients, uh, I'm usually more attracted to girls who have either no tattoos or very, very few. Yeah, I, I was definitely going to go down the whole field of like when I was, we were like kids and it was like when we're all 18, we're all going to get something. Uh-huh. But then I, but I was the last one to turn 18. And I was like, yeah, yeah it's not for me. Just because for mm. me, it's like I would want meaning behind it. Then it's like I wouldn't like I wouldn't want just one because then it sticks out. Like I feel like, you know, with men, like if they have sleeves, yeah. things, it's like an art piece, like it's an actual like it means something. You know, I definitely I mean? agree that, with you that it's more I, I think so, too. I think that like having a lot of tattoos is more of a masculine thing like when i see girls with and i don't get me wrong i've yeah. seen beautiful sleeves on girls too but just for me personally yeah. the taste of when i think of a woman mm. i don't think of her being tatted up i just think of her yeah. being pure and sure in her own skin yeah, it's like because more, that's beautiful sure i agree with you um i think girls with a lot of tattoos it can sometimes be i don't want to say intimidating but it definitely looks aggressive it mm-hmm. looks like you know like She's gonna go fight. She's gonna fight. Yeah, yeah, like she's gonna be. She's on my team, right? Exactly. Um, Yeah, and I think it's funny. People are usually really surprised when I say they're like, "But you're a tattoo artist and you're covering tattoos." I'm like, "Yeah, but I think opposites attract." Like to me, I like girls that are have no tattoos. I think that's hot. You know. So how many tattoos do you have? Do you even count that as like individuals, or is just one? piece and it's you i mean this is yeah it's like just one they're all like big. and where does it stop do you have it everywhere do you have it on your ass do you have it on your penis do you have it on your feet do you have it on your toes where does it stop i have my whole ass covered yeah maybe um i I do i have a back piece that goes over my whole butt Um, it's not my face is it uh right on my butt cheek yeah yeah (laughs) and then uh my face on the other side nice yeah we're facing each other nice um but conversation starter (laughs) right (laughs) Uh, but yeah, I don't have any uh, on my penis. That'd be kind I've of I've seen weird. that in college. That's why I asked. Like, cause you know, like some people, you know how extreme you take it. Yeah. Like I saw someone, uh-huh. he had a money symbol on the tip of his dick and said that it was, all the girls would be like blowing money, which made no sense to mm. me at all. Mm. But it was there and I saw it. So, you know, yeah. you know. Yeah. I like, like <laughs> I like to, um, I like to still be, even though I have a ton of tattoos, I'm heavily tattooed. I like to so still. Is that the only place you don't have it? Well. Yeah, I like to keep it. I, I, that's like my, my my classy line. It's like none on the face and none on my penis, you know, because it's like I feel like that's classy. Line. classy. Yeah, <laughs> it's like it's like, you know, I don't know. I just feel like if you get someone on your face or your penis, it kind of it's like. Have you ever tattooed a penis? Never, never going to either. <laughs> that's no. on your no list. That's my no. I'll do a, I'll do a butt cheek, you know. I've had people tattoo my name on their butt cheeks. That's I've had a lot cool. of people do tattoos of like my signature or like some drunken message that i've said <laughs> i was in i was at a convention i think it was um in australia and mm-hmm. a tattoo artist was like I, w- I would love to tattoo you and i was like i have none and i don't plan on starting and he was like yeah. i'm sorry and the next day he came back he was like what if you tattoo me and i was like sold never done it before in my life but it was kind of really fun and i did my name and the the best part for me was like he did the heart so when i started filling it in and like that was the part mm-hmm. apparently it wasn't too great because i heard him but because i was like oh it's so pretty and red and they're like oh sorry i'm doing it too hard but that was my the extent of my um artist 
my tattoo artist um, that's cool. career. It was one and done. One and you know, done. One that's and it. Done. The no one more. of a kind out there. And the only one person. <laughs> very valuable. Very rare. It is. Yeah. How many would you say that you've done over the whole time that you've been? Oh, my God. I'm thou- tens of thousands. I mean, I do. It's crazy. I can't even count how many. T- I've t- been tattooing for over 10 years. It's it's nuts. I can't even think about how many tattoos I've done. But um, I'm almost out. I have actually, I'm getting some removed. I have my leg. I have actually had this whole arm removed and redone. Uh, I had my chest uh, removed and redone, and now. Why I'm, were they removed? Is it something that you just kind of like? It was like a young decision, and yeah. you're like, nah, I'm gonna do something way cooler. Yeah, they were just like not done that well, and the it was just more like I was in my apprent my apprenticeship, and the guy, one of the guys at the shop, was like, oh, I'll I'll do this for free. Like, I want to do this on your arm, and I was like, just trying to get covered as fast as I could. So I was like, yeah, sure. And then I was just like, I don't like any of this stuff. So I don't want to, you know, and I'm over here like 21 years old. I'm like, I have my whole life left to live. How long is the removal process? That sounds uh, traumatic. Uh, Well, you can go through it pretty quickly, but I actually took my time with it. But you can do a laser treatment and go back like a month later. And I think you have to do around five. So in probably in between five months to a year, you could probably have your whole, you know. So I I just kept lasering, lasering, lasering. And then once it was light enough, I I redid the whole sleeve. And now I'm doing my leg because I, it was kind of like my practice leg when I first started tattooing. I was practicing on myself, and it's not that great. So I'm getting it removed, and then I'm going to do a whole other. But I'm almost full body covered, you know. Except um, for the penis. And the face. And the face. Yes. Well, you can tell your face. No one can tell your penis. So I have to, like, make sure that they know. Both are very valuable to me, so no tattoos. I mean, I couldn't blame you. If I had a penis, I would think it was valuable, too. Right. If I had one for the day, people would be fucked around the world yeah i think my face and my penis are very pretty so i don't want to tattoo them they don't need anything why do you say it in like a pretty voice i think they're very pretty (sighs) (laughs) right but you know arms are kind of like it's arm put some put some art on it i like it so if there was a song Mm. that defines your life what would it be this is a crazy question i don't know you haven't made one we can hear a little part of it uh there's nothing that you're like oh yeah this song like is a representation of my life me uh, not really. Nothing. Hmm. You want me to give you this and help you out a little bit? <laughs> uh, do not disturb by Drake. Okay, why? I don't know. I listen to that song a lot, and I almost like I relate to like all the all the lines. Is it's that just, your go to like in the morning? Like you, you like put it on if you're in a bad mood. You just like start your day. Like what, what a time? Not, what time does it come on? Uh, it's more of like a night ride type song. It's like when you're kind of cruising at night. Um, so you're like reflecting about your day. Yeah, like reflecting about like, your life and like the people in your life that try to like basically just kind of, you know, it's kind of like a don't take advantage of me, fuck that. I'm gonna kind of do my own thing, like. You know, more All like right. focused on business, like kind of a... I rock with that. Yeah. And I kind of like the name, Do Not Disturb. It's like, don't bother me, you know? Don't bother me. Yeah. Private talk, we're going to bother him. Uh, where can we find you on social media? And where do we, we, can we find your EP when it comes out? Do you have a website? Where can we... Yeah, so uh, all my socials are ro- at Romeo Lacoste. Um, and yeah, YouTube, Instagram, Snapchat. All that good stuff. Uh, TikTok now. I'm trying to take over the TikTok. I'm, I, I'm conforming and giving in. You're so. conforming and giving in? Yeah. Nice. And, I uh, heard I should jump on this boat, but you know, I don't know if I'm a big TikToker. I don't know how to do any of it. Well, a lot of girls are just shaking their butt. and I do getting, that every day. But they're getting, they're getting millions of followers doing it, so you should just... They'll probably easy. like delete me because I heard there's all kinds of bias things because of adult you know, performers. Even though I haven't mm. done adult movies in like four years, they still want to hate on... 
who Alexis Texas is. I think if your butt's not showing, if you're wearing like booty cheeks and your butt's not showing. I wear booty cheeks every too day. Much, oh yeah, you should be fine. But it's crazy. <laughs> I see girls on there literally just shaking their butt and there's million, here's two million followers, there's one million followers and they're probably making a ton of money and driving a ton of traffic to their OnlyFans. Maybe fans. we should do a TikTok video together. I'm down. Why not? Walk the whole world. Uh, are you going to shake your butt? Duh, that's what I do. <sighs> down. I like that. You have that. to shake yours too though. I don't have more. I don't. Well, have. I'll show you. Maybe I should teach you. Okay. You're going to teach me how to twerk? Yeah, a tutorial. I'm down. I'm always down to learn something new. Might <laughs> I like be this. We're might, on to something private talk. kind of weird. Hey, maybe some, you'll have a fan base. I don't know what where that's going to take you. Oh, my you, God. But the, <laughs> amount, the amount of comments from guys and girls that tell we me to We can come on here and read them together. On OnlyFans on my TikTok and Snapchat. Should. is Should I? We should start doing that, reading the comments from, from each thing. Mm. It'd be fun. You know how they do those lines where it's like all the embarrassing tweets and stuff. Mm -hmm. and they do that. You can do that. I mean, I feel like comments are just comments. Some of them are really shitty, yeah. but the thing is, is like, why feed into it if you don't feel that way yourself? And there's constructive criticism, yes, and I, I take that. But I think that at the end of the day, as yeah. long as you feel what you're doing is good, fuck it. You just can't take it serious. Fuck it. Can't take it serious. Brush it off. All right, private talk. I hope that you're liking this episode. We're gonna take a little bit of a break, and then we're gonna play my favorite part, Truth with Texas. Yes. This episode of Private Talk Podcast is brought to you by Stereo, the app for live social conversations, and we want to talk directly to you, our listeners. You can join our show to play a fun game we like to call Truth with Texas, where I ask you questions and get to know a little more about each of my fans. Every episode, I'll tell you the secret password that you will need to remember to participate in the game. That week, so you make sure you listen every week for a chance to connect with me. Live on stereo. This week's password is truth. We want to hear everything. Download the stereo app now and join us live this week. Link below for our show. All right, we're back, private talk, and we are still with Romeo Lacoste on the couch, and we're about to get to my favorite part, Truth of Texas. Do you think you're ready? On the couch. On the couch. I'm See, ready. I have a phone sex operator voice that works great for this part of the game. You know, it's like a I whole like character. It. You like it? Are it's you nervous? Good. No, I'm actually. How I, did you prepare for today's um, interview? I didn't. You didn't. You just showed up. <laughs> just woke up. Like, you just woke up like this. And got came pretty on the and just talk yeah. Talk. I just got pretty and came over. I was like, you know what? Whatever she asked me, she asked me, and you know. Nice. I like it. So Hopefully, I don't embarrass myself. That's you're it. Never embarrassing yourself if it's the truth. Again, we're all about the truth. You're we're right. all about you know just giving your fans a deeper part of you. No pun intended. Oh, I like hey, that. All right. You're quick with it. I am very quick. Don't you worry about that one. All right, so we're going to go through all four of the cards. They're okay. all aces. Each suit is a different type of question. Okay. So we're going to get to know you a little bit better, Romeo. Okay. Do I read it? I mean, you can tell us what it is because I can't read mine. Uh, it's a spade. Ace of spades. So that's go. a naughty question here at Private oh, Talk. No. That's our favorite one because we're all a little naughty. How naughty would you say that you are? 3,000. 3,000 out of what? 10. Out of 10. <laughs> that's, that's quite a, a range. Um, I'm kind of like a, what's it called? Uh, undercover freaky. Undercover freaky. We're going to tap into that. So what is the weirdest place you've ever had sex? Weird? Oh, I've had it, had it everywhere. What's some of these things? Are you part of the Mile High Club? Are you like no, doing never it on done balconies? That. Are you outside in public? Mm -hmm. Are you like one of those people who likes to get caught or like that adrenaline seeking kind of thing? Mm, balcony, car, uh, some kind of. On a hike? Yeah. 
in a pool, in an ocean, yeah. in a everything. Pool, ocean. So you're just um, down to fuck you, wherever. There was a, a old fort. My actually one of my first times was at this like old fort in St. Augustine called uh, what was it called? Fort Clinch. Act like I'm supposed to know. I wasn't oh, there. I wasn't I, there. It was like an old museum. Like it's like an old fort that like used to be from the colonial days, and then they yeah. So you just decided it was night. Yeah. So you just fucked, or you like got head. I got head, and I think we fucked in the car afterwards. That's so like my, one is, of my first girlfriends. Do you just need one? Like, could you have one without the other? Oh yeah, of course. I actually prefer one without the other. So well, no, actually, like one without the other. As far as like, you could just be getting head, and you could like not have sex, and you're okay with it, or you could do with just sex and not getting head. Head's my favorite. Anal than sex. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Wasn't expecting that. Your inner freak's I coming took, out. I, I like you by it. surprise. I like that. Yeah. Oh, I guess if I had pearls, I'd clutch them, but I don't. But yeah, I, I, <laughs> I, head's like my favorite. It's like, so, what yeah. is your Pornhub search history? <sighs> You're gonna hate me, but actually, why would I hate you? Don't I don't watch porn. You don't watch porn, so you no. just make your own. Yeah, I just have like random fantasies in my head and just kind of. Okay, so tell us one of your craziest fantasies that's inside your head. Unlock it. Tell us private talk here. We well, if, know. Uh, you know, I you like I, midgets. When I was younger, a long time ago, I obviously I've seen porn, but I don't, you know, watch it. Once upon a time, I've seen porn. That sounds like a horrible movie. Okay. Uh, I don't know, you know. I think but what are the fantasies inside right. your head? So that seems like you're okay. So I get that yeah. the part is the part is like I don't watch it, I do it, or I do right. it. You know what I mean? So, but I didn't get off to it. I just was a sexual person. So you're mm. an artist yourself in the other ways. It doesn't matter. Right. It trickles down to different sure. parts in your life. So artistically, there has to be some kind of scene and mm. something in your head yeah, that course. you either masturbate to, you sure. fuck to, that gets you off mm. something of those lines. So tell private talk what it is. Okay, sure. I want the truth. You got both. Um, I don't. I, you know, I think of like threesomes, foursomes. Have uh, you ever been in a threesome? And I've had two girls give me head at the same time, but never had a full-on threesome. Why not go all the way? Why? I mean, how, 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 do, how does one just stop? I, I just, mean, maybe that's a question for myself. I just I, really, I really like blowjobs. I don't know how, what else to tell you. But <laughs> did they stop because you came and like you finished, or there wasn't like a lead up to be like, no, let's fuck now? Because no, how do you, if you have two girls mm. sucking your dick, why wouldn't it in the like the romantic, you know, sexual story land, it end up with you fucking both of them? Because I think that the the way it was meant to be and how it was leading into was that they were both just going to Did you, head. did you set this up for blowjob only? Is that a, <laughs> something that, I think so. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think this girl, why I, do you say you think so? You were there. Nobody be, else was because besides these two other women, because this girl just, just, this girl was kind of giving me head on the regular and I didn't have, I hold on. <laughs> oh my God. Pause. <laughs> Pause. I'm nosy. I'm sorry. That's why I private talk. Here you go. Who just gives you head on the regular? Like, y'all aren't fucking. You were just getting head. Like, hey, baby, come over and suck my dick, but don't do anything else. You'd be surprised. The fuck kind of women are these? It's shame on you for letting this happen because No, not shame on them. Good for you. No. We need more girls like this. If you're calling me to come over to suck your dick, I'm fucking. That's just a, that's a given. Like, who just sucks dick? Well, there's some girls who just like doing that. I'm appalled. All right, continue. But I also, okay, but in my defense, in my defense, I feel like I, I kind of need to have a little bit more. When it comes to sex, I sometimes need to have a little bit more of a connection with that person. You okay, know? can I ask you this question? Sure. How yes. do you tell somebody, mm-hmm. or do you tell them, I just want you to, like, I just want to use your mouth. Come over. Like I mean, I don't, I don't say it like that, but I know. But I'm asking. Like, yeah, I say it in a very like, polite they, way. But do they think that there is going to be sex no. eventually, or do they know that they're only sucking dick? Like this is what I want to know. They like, know. So you're 
How do you take them politely? Tell, I just tell them that. I feel like I'm yelling. My bad. <laughs> you're you're mad about this. I am. I'm, but like, just because it's selfish, and this is why I think that sex should be a mutual thing. If one person's getting something from it, the other person should get something but too. But let me ask you this: What if a girl just really likes to give a head and she doesn't want anything in return? Is that selfish? Maybe she just—that's what. She, maybe she just I don't wants think to give this head. Is your case? Okay, first of <laughs> all, yes, it actually is. Really I've met know. a couple girls who are like that. I love giving head. Don't get me wrong, but no, I no, no, need no, no, to no. get fucked. No, like, I've, that's I've, just not happening. Like that's just like blue lips, and nobody likes blue lips. Blue Do you lips. like blue balls? No, it's the same. It's equivalent okay but sometimes I, I okay so sometimes there's a really hot girl and i'm like yo let me suck your toes i don't need anything in return you know it's just like do I'm, you come from it no but i'm not i'm not trying to come from it i'm just kind of like you got some nice feet let me kiss your feet let me kind of rub your feet a little bit you know it's kind of ah. like i want to you know i don't need something in return sometimes you just want to you just attracted that person and want to do something for them i'm just different i guess i don't know <laughs> i get the fetish thing because i'm a, i have a foot fetish myself so toes are the thing mm -hmm. but i still need if, I'm, if my toes are being sucked i'm being fucked i'm not just having one Damn. without the other have it i mean that's just what it yeah. is I don't understand people like you, sir. I'm sorry. Don't get it. Like, I don't get how you can stop yourself and have that much self-control mm -hmm. to be like, you know what? I'm not fucking you. Like, I mean, good for you. That's just not okay, how well, I what about, what about What about? I don't put myself in situations like that because I know, like I'm saying, like, I would, if, if somebody called me in, like, mm -hmm. in your situation and I'm like, hey, I just want you to come suck my dick. I'm like, all right, well, I'm not the girl for you. Bye. Now, even if you were honest, like, if we were fucking mm -hmm. and you just said, hey, like, I don't want to fuck tonight. I just want to whatever. Cool if it happens, whatever. <laughs> but that's just not taking things off the table. That's just rude. Uh, rude. You, why are you trying to shoot me down like this? Why are you knocking down my my vibe? You're, I got a whole little system in place, and you're trying to tear me down. <laughs> I don't agree with you. Also, just getting also, dicks. I think that I think that you're a hypocrite. How so? Please because tell me. because please indulge. We'll talk. I about am. This. Right, I, I think go. you're a full on hypocrite because I'm pretty sure you can't tell me that you've never had a guy right go down on you and like that wasn't it, right? Okay. And you can't tell me that you didn't enjoy it. And we're like, yo, okay, stop. We're gonna we're okay. gonna have sex after. There no. is only one time that I've ever, and it was on purpose. So I'm sure they're listening because they were a fucking psycho, but uh, whatever. But so if I'm getting head mm -hmm. from a guy, I'm gonna fuck. Or I'll suck their dick. I'm still. Are they doing, bad? What do you mean? Are they bad? If they're good enough, you'd want them to just keep going, and you know. No, I, I'm. If even if I still finish, I'm getting fucked. There's nothing mm. about me. <laughs> I think you haven't had good head then. I have. Wow. Trust me, I have. Mm. I've, been, I've been in porn for over ten years. Please do not disrespect mm. my. Put some respect on my name. I've definitely. I was, had I, I'm putting some respect on it, but I'm just saying. I mean, whatever you want to say. But for me, I just know, honestly, I know myself. I know that I'm a sexual person. So if you, like, awaken the beast, the mm. beast is going to come out. So you're telling me that you've never gone ahead and was just like, holy crap, this is too good. And I, I just wanted to stop, stop and not fuck? No. I can come well, multiple times. I'm not like a dude where true. I'm just, like, coming and I'm like, oh, just leave me alone <laughs> for an hour. Let me leave. No, I'm fucking coming well, multiple times. Right. That's you. Teach their own, right? Let me let me That's enjoy damn my right. Private talk. The two each <sighs> is own. But if you're not a multiple comer as a female, then there's something wrong with you. And if you're just sucking dick to suck no. dick, oh. I don't know. Like I get your oral fixations because I have one. I really, really do. But if they're not fucking you or eating you out afterwards, goodbye. Don't call me. Mm -mm, not happening. You should know it's a very selfish thing of you. You know, there's this really great interview. You I'm know, disappointed. I thought this was, you. <laughs> I'm disappointed. You're supposed. I still want to know how I'm not how I'm a hypocrite because I've never. Well, I guess you're not a hypocrite then. I thought that I'm sure you've had some experiences where you're like. Okay, so let me get back to the one I was saying about the right. whole thing about. Okay, so there was one mm -hmm. time. 
that I had an ex-boyfriend in college and we had broken up, but I like, we had broken up, but obviously, you know, it's like you still see each other or whatever, blah, mm. blah, blah, but he was crazy. He had this formal thing, so I had already invite, or I already agreed to go. So with that being said, we were like, you know, back then you like share like a hotel room with fucking five, six, ten people, whatever. Mm. So we had like the master room, whatever, the first night. So he, we weren't fucking at the time, but he ended up going down on me. And I was like, all right, great. I came, everything, mm -hmm. and I just went to sleep. <laughs> he was so mad. He went outside and cried, called his mom on the phone. <laughs> that's a weirdo. Facts. That's why I broke up why with him. Why would he be mad? Because I didn't fuck him. So yeah, he was like, you're just really going to do this? I'm like, yeah, I didn't tell you to do it. I was like, I'm going to sleep. Bye. Because I didn't want to fuck him, but I wasn't going to stop him. He wanted to fucking go down on me. So I was like, all for it. But I had to stop with that. But That's he literally selfish. cried. That's why I said I have one that it was selfish. No, no, no. I think he was selfish. Oh, well, because, he was just a fucking idiot. Right. Yeah. I mean, I think he should have just been like, yo, you know, take a little nap, enjoy yourself, and we'll get back at it later. No, but there was never going to be a later. That's why he cried. Uh, <laughs> or maybe there wasn't going to be a later because he cried. Maybe well, he we had already cried. broken up, oh. but I was like, I'll go because I want to party. You know what I mean? I was 20 years old. Right. Like, I didn't care. <sighs> and then, yeah. I'm sorry, I won't wow. say your name, but you know you're watching. <laughs> yeah, that one made me mad. I don't approve. Wow. Well, Here you, you go. Don't, you Next don't, card. I don't approve of what I do. I'm sorry. It's okay. I don't have to, but they we're just getting to know each other. I'm still friends with you. We're cool. Ace of hearts. Romantic. Okay. Would you consider yourself a romantic? <laughs> After that question, I guess not, huh? Um, hey, there's nothing wrong. Let me put this preface. There's nothing wrong with you just wanting to get your dick sucked. I'm just saying I'm not the type of the other. I'm not the type of girl that would just do that. And nor do I know how girls can just do that and not do anything. I didn't else. say I don't enjoy having sex. I'm just saying that I didn't say that. Yeah. I'm just saying that at that particular oh, moment, you okay. know, what I mean? in that situation, I'm. That's why I said more power to you that you could just stop yourself. I can't. I'm selfish. Mm -hmm. I'm going all the way. Yeah. So who's more selfish, me or you? I'm probably me. <laughs> I mean, I was important for over ten years of my life, and I got. I had a lot of fun. I can't say that. I'm really good at trying to turn things around on you. And it's it okay. On I don't really. I mean, to me, I, I can sleep at night. I'm just fine. I sleep fine. <laughs> I sleep really good, actually. Especially and, I, after. and I come after, you know, after sex and right. at the same time, too, when I'm getting head. Mm -hmm. And I come like probably multiple times. There's something that you couldn't do. It's true. You can only come like maybe once, maybe twice in an hour. It's true. So beat you. Ha ah, ha. Win. Ah, ah. All right. Most romantic thing you've <laughs> ever done to a girl? Um, Most romantic thing that done um i think there's been a few times on valentine's day where i've done something really sweet like um sort of like le had like some sort of roses a, flower or well, like, like that I, I made like some sort of scavenger hunt for her to kind of like oh, find clues romantic. that kind of led to like other clues in the house that sort of like kind of was a um uh, like a scavenger hunt throughout the house and then it kind of led to and like your dick was in a box <laughs> No, it was like some <laughs> some designer and roses and things that's like sweet. that. Yeah, I like that. That's probably one of the most romantic things I've heard on the show. Yeah, uh, actually, I it's do. It's creative because it's like right. you're putting like little clues to like get to like. I'm an artist. I think I like Helps. it. I like it. Um, despite our last question, I actually think I'm a pretty romantic guy, but it only when I'm dating somebody. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. I feel like it's hard to be romantic if you're not have feelings emotionally have like, invested, yeah. right? But once I'm actually in a serious relationship. I feel very strongly for that person. It's easy for me to do romantic stuff. Like I'm, a, I don't cook. I'm, I'm a bad cook, but you know, maybe I'll cook a little something for you. I'll read some instructions on a what you know, would website. Be, what would be like your go-to meal if you had to like do something? Yeah. Um, have you? Do you salmon? have one that you've tried before that you like? That's yeah. your go-to. Yeah, salmon, rice, and some you know Brussels sprouts or something. Yeah, or maybe like a pot roast or something. Kind of. I mean, just like something that I enjoy eating. I'll 
make it for you and kind of because I'm good at making it, you know, because I've done it a few times. But, um, you know, stuff like that. Um, yeah, I think the scavenger hunt, was, it's pretty hard to beat that one. But uh, I've, d- I've done drawings and poems and things like that, you know. Um, but Sweet. You sound romantic. Do you like sexting? Is it like one of those things that you could be like back and forth? With oh, somebody? I love sexting. So I think, you're like the whole like the lead up to. Yeah, I have a really creative imagination. So I think I can get very descriptive and, you know, I think sexting is important. Because kind of like I'm at work and you're at work or, you know, I'm, I'm on the road and you're in another town sometimes. And it's like, you know, I'm horny. Describe something that makes you horny. Mm, girls with pretty feet. Pretty feet. So you have a foot fetish. I have a foot fetish. I think be that's pretty like, though. Because the ugly ones are like huge So what off. do you like about feet since you have a foot fetish? Mm-hmm. Like the cute, like, I don't want to say fat ones, but like the cute, like kind of... Uh, like, like, is it a, the toe thing, the arch it's the thing, whole thing, the smell thing, the, oh, like, all everything? Of it. Yeah. But, you know, it's like, the you know the ones that are kind of, like, bony? Yeah, I don't like them. Right. Like they, like, like, finger toes? Yeah, it's, that's that's ugly. But the opposite of that is kind of like what I like. like you like little squishy toes. Yeah, squishy. I don't want to say fat, <laughs> but squishy is a good one. Yeah. Have you ever gotten a foot job? No, I don't. See, I don't like the foot job thing. I just like more, like, you like admiring like if you have pretty okay. feet, so I kind of like touching up. and kissing and that kind of stuff. I don't want you to rub your feet on me. That's kind of like you like getting head and jerked off. So why wouldn't you want feet that you liked in front of you that were pretty to jerk you off? Because feet can't really do a good job. I mean, there's some foot models out there that can really do a thing. With feet? Yeah. Uh, Look into it. It's a whole foot world out there. Oh, uh, <laughs> might be right. Uh, big butts. I like big butts. I cannot. So lie. if you had to choose between breasts or butts, you're more of a guy, a <sighs> butt man. Come on. Why do you act like I? Come we're on. just getting to know each other, Romeo. Now you act like I've been hanging around with you for like years. I actually like it better when girls have small boobs, not like flat chested, but I don't like like the Why? huge. I don't. It's just I, I like the the bottom to top ratio to be heavier on the bottom. Okay, you know, fat so girls. right. I don't like the boobs to be as big as the butt. Like if. You know, you kind of need You're to. You're not like a fake implant type of person. I mean, they could be small implants. Okay. As long as it's like not too big. You know, I don't really not like the like big. Not like massive, where it's like you feel like. Not even, not, not even kind of big. Not even just like medium or just small. Subtle. Subtle, yeah. I, I like it to be bottom heavy. You know. Bottom heavy. Bottom heavy, like th- thighs to match and everything. What Let's is see. one of your secret sexual fantasies? Because we know you have a lot of fantasies since you don't watch porn. There mm. has to be something that's in there that you're like, I shouldn't probably tell somebody this, but now is the day. Uh, maybe like... Oh, yeah. I think a lot of guys would probably say this, but maybe like two twin sisters, you know, or like or like a girl and her mom. Wow. You know, you got a mommy fetish. Not I don't have a mommy fetish, but I just think it's like, like the mom, like the bat, like it's like a taboo. fetish. Yeah. Like something taboo. like something like forbidden, like you shouldn't do. Like if you if you get like a girl and like you kind of hook up with her sister kind of a thing. OK, question, though. Yeah. So have you ever like fucked two sisters? Mm hmm. What is like the line between that? Like, is it something wrong with them or you? Well, do they know? They and know. Do, and do they fuck? Because I thought it was like at the same time, like two like twin sisters That'd together. Be crazy. See, now you just upgraded my fantasy. Like that's what I I I, I was imagining two twin sisters, and they're like, you know, you're fucking both uh. of them. But like, yeah. 
No, it's kind of like the you get one and then you kind of like sneak off and like get the other later. I feel like more people they like say they're sisters, but it's like they just well, look obviously. alike. You know what I mean? So obviously, it's not like yeah. the whole thing. But like, I wonder if like that really happens. I'm sure it does. Interesting. So you'd fuck a mom and a daughter combo. Yeah. <laughs> Have you? No. <laughs> That'd be kind of cool. Maybe we can manifest. Only it if here. the mom's like kind of <laughs> you know like sometimes you see a girl and then like her mom's like you know like 45, close to 50, and then it's like. She's kind of hot. The mom's hot, you know. Like the mom's like. Have you ever fucked one of your friends' moms? Well, no, I've never had a mom. <laughs> well, I've had I've had a girl that was a mom that had maybe like you know a newborn like you know kind of like a got pregnant early kind of a. What's girl. the oldest woman you've had sex with? I don't know, maybe early thirties. Mm. So no milk form for nah, you. No, nah. it would only work if I had like, you know, the girl and then. The mom. It's kind of like a combo. It's like so kinda, it has to be one or the. It can't be both. Like no, I mean, one, I, I would the other. Yeah, I wouldn't just like see like a milf and be like, "Oh, that old mom's hot." Like, let me get the mom. It only, it yeah. only, it's only like if she has like a, if they're hot. You know, it's kind of like you see like a, you know, you ever see a guy and then the dad's kind of hot and you're kind of like. That is, I was thinking in my <laughs> mind when I asked that I'm like, have I ever seen a dad and a son combo? But I don't really think I have. But I mean, I've been where it's like the dad taught, but like I don't think the bre- uh, like a dad and a son combo. Well, that's that's, like, a, that's, pro- that's a problem is because it usually doesn't, you know. Yeah, it's rare. Right. It's a rare gem. Yeah. I like it. All right, next question. <laughs> <laughs> Are you getting some good some good stuff out of me? I definitely am. All right. <laughs> Ace of Diamonds. See, now I'm not holding back anymore. Spicy. See, we're friends now. You're just letting it loose. I'm letting it all out. <laughs> Almost. All right. How many people have you slept with? Oh, my God. <laughs> you said you're going to let it all out. I don't even know, to be honest. Like in the hundreds? Mm-mm. In the like... Well, so we talking about sex or blowjobs. I don't even... I, I fuck. I don't even How know. do you... You can't just... Like, blowjobs don't count. They don't count? Not for sex. Okay, cool. Awesome. That means your Great. dick's been sucked a lot. <laughs> This is why this is really bad. I shouldn't say this on an interview. Why shouldn't you say this? This is truth with Texas. Right, but then it's like girls are gonna think really bad of me afterwards. Why? You're a, you're an adult, you're a single you're right. male, like you have passed, everyone has right. passed. Those mm. same girls that want to go to every mm. LA party, they fucked a lot of people too. That's okay. Everybody fucks. It's, mm. that's how we were all brought to this earth. You're right. Unless you were swallowed. I mean, it's a different story. Sex is much less than blowjobs for sure. Way less. I feel like that's like a, a very sacred place for you. Sex. It is. So it's like you'd rather just have your dick sucked than mm. have like what's the ratio? Like a hundred to ten? <laughs> Fourth, maybe? Wow. You get your or, dick sucked a fifth? lot. What's the craziest place your dick has been <laughs> No wonder why your dick and your face are the things that aren't tattooed. Mm, uh. Got it. Craziest place. I mean, the the old museum fort was kind of crazy. Um, but why? Because it was at night. Nobody's around. So how is that crazy? You're right. Just because it was outside? Like, damn, I don't know. While I mean, <clears throat> while I was driving, I don't know. I mean, I've done a lot of anywhere, anywhere, and everywhere. I guess. I don't know. What's like? Mine was an airplane. Like I did oh, the Mile cool. High Club. So like I I achieved. But were you that on a goal. PJ? No, it was not. It was oh, a Southwest Airline flight, baby. Oh, oh, you get extra points for that. I feel like PJs don't count. <laughs> I don't either because I think it's cheating. It's cheating. You know I mean, like you, the PJs no, don't it was count. Definitely, yeah. I hope I don't. Sorry, Southwest, <laughs> but it was a long time ago. <laughs> wow, Southwest. Yeah, I did, but it was a night flight. You know, you went spoon. You know, it was uh, like you know, yeah, happened. Uh, you got to step your game up. Tattoo Romeo. shops that I used to work at. I probably shouldn't say that on camera. Fuck, it's bad. okay. It was after hours. It was after hours, for sure. 
Have uh, you ever fucked one of your clients? Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Not uh, uh, doesn't happen often because I try to keep the I I'm very professional. Did she about get my the business. tattoo for free? No. <laughs> so she paid. No. Annie No, it's more like like I tattoo clients and then sometimes they kind of like flirt on social media and then I end up being like, yeah, sure. So they slit they slit through the DMs. Yeah, and then we end we end up hanging out and then stuff happens. But then they just sucked your dick. Yes. <laughs> but sometimes it's been sex too. Nice. I'm, I'm glad for your I'm happy about your On rare occasions. Rare occasions. Yes. When's the last time you had sex with your ex? With my ex or with someone? <laughs> I guess you don't have... When's the last time you had an ex? Two years ago. Okay, so when's the last time you had sex? Since that sounds months like ago. it was so repulsive for you. Uh, months ago. Months ago? Yeah, four months ago. You're a COVID virgin? I guess so. Wait, no, yeah, it's... it's no, it, was, it, was during, it was during COVID. Mm, so are you on these dating apps? Do you swipe uh, right or left? No dating apps. No dating apps. Uh, no, just Instagram. That's a dating app. How many times a day would you say you masturbate? Mm, two to five. Two to five. How do you have t No wonder you don't have time for anything else but your two other jobs. Not every day. <laughs> Not every day. I'm just horny all the time. So would you call yourself a nympho? Mm -hmm, sure. Sure. Yeah. Has someone else called you that before? Yes. So I guess it must be true. <laughs> Three people, it's, mm. it's true. But I, I've been trying to cut back on the on the masturbation, honestly. But that's a unique thing to say <laughs> that it's like because because I I feel like it's a waste. Of, one, it's a waste of time, and two, it's you like you play video games. Do you want to say masturbating is a fucking waste of time? But I'm simulating I, my, my brain. You're simulating something else brain. too. Like I would rather fucking <laughs> masturbate than play video games. Uh, you're right, actually. <laughs> uh, pick your battles. Fuck. You're right. <laughs> Damn it. All know. right, last go. Okay. <laughs> All right. Clubs. The clubs. Kinky, which they're all a little kinky. Have, have, haven't I been kinky enough? Or are we going deeper? We're going deeper. deeper. Wow. All right. Have you ever been, or have you ever been caught masturbating? Mm-mm. So you're sneaky. Mm. Last dirty dream you ever had? Damn, it's embarrassing. Um, why is it embarrassing? Fucking my ex. Mm-hmm. Is that why you were so mad when I asked you last time you spoke drugs? <laughs> In my hot. dreams. Uh, she was hot. Fuck it, you know. Do you like know? being tied up? No, I'm I'm the dominant. I'm like super dom. So you like to tie people yeah, up? Yeah, I don't do anything that's semi-submissive. Are you into like BDMS? BDSM, yes. not BDMS. Do you know it? Yes. Look. You made me nervous. I yeah, was actually, like, actually, actually, please stop. No, I'm just kidding. I actually went to like a BDSM like uh, dungeon thingy. You went to thingy. a school? No, like one of those like places now, the sex dungeon thingies. So you went to like what? Like no, just just to like see what's up. I don't know. I like found out about. it. I was like, sounds cool. Let me go check but it like, out. Like, did you go there to like learn how to do it, or you fuck somebody or no? The dungeon? I just wanted to see what was going on. I didn't fuck so anybody. You took a, so you took a tour of the dungeon. No, I just wanted to go like observe. I saw the people doing stuff. It was kind what of interesting. What were they doing? Tell a private talk. Like, Spanking, like whips, whipping, where yeah. They like chained up on the things, like yeah. they have like these wheels. So like we used to do exoticas back uh -huh. when the world was open, sure. And they have like a whole BDSM like mm -hmm. section where they would have like people on the like the little like bench thingies, whatever, and like they're prodding them, yeah. they're like whipping them. I, like, I like to tell girls them the tattoo, uh, the tattooing Fifty Shades of Grey. You're the tattoo Fifty Shades of Grey, yeah. Christian Grey, I think his name is yeah, yeah. Christian Grey. Yeah. So what is like the craziest like thing you've done? 
Uh, blindfold? Do you like handcuff? Do you like what's going on? Uh, I just got into this thing. It's kind of like this, like sex swing. It's like a zapper. It's like an electro type type thing. Like you know a I'm prod about? thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you kind of like you can. It has like electric bolts that come out so of it. So you're electrocuting bitches out there. Yeah, if they if they're down for it. But like, is it a whip thing or is no. it like you're like a poke, like a yeah? It's like thing? it's like it's got like a little light bulb kind of like wand and you kind of just like run it over their skin mm. and stuff and you can kind of change you can control the voltage and stuff and the the lights are like led so it's like a purple do you zap. wear black all black while you're doing this uh i actually thought of, i was <laughs> like it'd be kind of cool to like wear like a mask or something kind of like crazy but no i don't usually do that i'm too vain kinky i yeah. like it but yeah i'm in i'm in this <laughs> like i'm down to experiment and try some stuff but it has to be like what's uh, like your absolutely not trying it type of thing what would be like something that you'd be like not up for well anything that is like i said i'm like super dom so it's like anything that is semi submissive on the guy's side i'm like super again so i don't like okay. being like tied You're not a sub or anything like that i don't like to do anything that's like i don't want to be tied i don't want to be like handcuffed i don't want to be nothing like now is your sex like is it when you are going into that whole thing mm -hmm. is it dimensional where you always like to have that type of sex or, or is it just all over the board it's all over the board i think it depends on the occasion like sometimes you some know. things like that some things just stimulate you more or like only arouses you if you yeah. know i'm spanked or what? if i'm being electrocuted or if you know yeah no, no 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 i think well i do i definitely um i do have a this is probably something else i shouldn't say on camera but i do have a fetish for like what's it called like being like a sadist you know okay so it's like where you inflict pain kind of mm -hmm. turns you on yeah but um you know i think it require it has to be where the girl is into it yeah. you know i can't you can't i feel like you shouldn't be shy if those are what things that you like yeah. and you say you shouldn't say i feel like you should right. be free to say it it's just again sure. like you say it's it's when well, you're with somebody who's doing those yeah. things it's those people that want to do those well, things you and you have safe words and you have yeah. things that you're doing it in a safe right. environment but it's also there's people that really like that they like pain inflicted on right. that, like that's a sexual way but there's also a lot of people who who hear that and think like oh that person's a weirdo well, that's why it's about, but it's also about communication it's about what sure. people at their levels it's not like something you're yeah. doing in your beating into somebody well, whatever it's me, to the point it's like what's se your sexually arouses yeah. you and that person because it turns you both on like for me it's like the girl has to enjoy it as has to enjoy doing it or getting it like for me like i don't want to get like let's say like let's talk blowjobs right i don't want to get head from some girl who doesn't enjoy doing it because then it's like she's not even enjoying it's like it forcible it's it's like like a, it seems like it's like why do it if yeah you're not it's not it. it's not gonna like turn me on like to me the girl has to be into whatever is happening or it's like kind of like yeah you know and same with the other stuff it's like i wouldn't do that kind of stuff with a girl who wasn't already into it into it like usually the you know like there's girls that are into that kind of stuff you know but that's why i feel like a lot of you know and for me I've, being in the sex industry mm -hmm. for a big part of my life it's like i'm all about educating people and communicating people especially with the yeah. show it's like we, with this game it's like other people's have certain things fetishes all kinds right. of things that come out but it's like as long as you talk about it in, in, in an environment sure. that's safe and even the audience you know it's like some people aren't ready to explore those things but there's some people that bring things out of them that they may eventually do it's just mm -hmm. a safe space well yeah well so if you're yeah so if, if there's like uh situations where let's say like i talk with a girl and i, I explain to them some like they ask me like what are you into and then i say like oh i'm into this kind of stuff and they say that they're not they never tried or anything you know then it's kind of like well do you want to try it or you want to maybe like kind of experiment a little bit you know and it, it's like of, you're not bringing your electric prod the first time <laughs> you're fucking them and be like hey you want to right it's more of like a hey you build you, up to it do you want to dabble <laughs> you want to kind of like see what it's like and then if you don't like it we don't have to maybe do steps. it 
baby steps, right? Or maybe they do it and they're like, yeah, this is hot. Like slap yeah. me, you know? Yeah. Like, so I, like I like when girls want to be slapped. That's for hot. Sure. I know? mean, I, for me, I'm all about what like gets those people off in that moment. Mm. You know what I mean? Like being, it's like, it's eroticism. Like, you know, right. you're being erotic in your own, in your own skin. And if that mm-hmm. makes you feel good, then to each his own. There's nothing wrong with that. Romeo. I totally agree. To each his own. Well, you completed the game. Yes. I you survived. Did, you survived the game. I hope it wasn't too bad. I hope <sighs> that you great. got to indulge some things, let things off your chest. We uh, got to know each other a little bit better. I did. And, uh, yes. Is there anything that you'd like to ask Miss Texas? Yes, actually. Um, give it to me. What are your, I mean, I'm, I'm assuming obviously the podcast, but after being out of the adult, are you still doing anything adult related? Adult um, I have an OnlyFans that I okay. do um, like solo stuff on there, but I don't do anything other than that. And I do, you know, stuff like that. Do you make as much OnlyFans <clears throat> or more before? Um, I know some girls are making a lot of money on OnlyFans. So it's like some people, it's like, why even do porn or why go that far for sure. you know for me i'm very fortunate mm-hmm. to have built this fan base that i have um currently because of the years mm-hmm. that i've put on through the years right. of doing porn so i'm fortunate mm-hmm. to make you know um you know good money off right. my only fans but it's also work people think it's not like i'm just doing it right. on there like you know it's a good job mm-hmm. like, you know i shoot you know new content twice a week of course and i'm doing you know different like contests and things like that for my fans and it's more a personal thing because it's people mm-hmm. who are actually paying and not wanting everything for free, which You're there's right. so much free stuff out there. So it's the only way that they could see me and the exclusivity of what I have going on in my life. Mm-hmm. And so I really like to um, be intimate with my fans on that platform. Um, but for me, you know, porn is something that I did. It doesn't define who I am. No, it's just a part of, you know, my brand of mm-hmm. what kind of made me people to know my name. And mm-hmm. so the podcast was, you know, the second transition of kind of going to the media world and getting, you know, the first time where my voice was out there, where I wasn't censored, I wasn't misconceived of something or people thought or they had a misconceived notion because Mm -hmm. I didn't do A, B, C, or D. So for me, I'm a very personal person. I love meeting new people and getting to see people in all different walks of lives and different kinds of things. And finding things about myself, too, within each individual guest as well. Um, Because, you know, within conversation, things come up that someone may not have ever asked you or, like, made you feel or put in perspective in certain things. So I think it's been really cool platform to have to elevate to the next level what's the long-term goal things like Um, what would you like to do like let's say down the road that's you know well i have a bunch of different things we've been working on during covid you know Mm. things kind of kind of went on the back burner because nothing Mm. was really open and not knowing but um within the next couple months we have a a couple of different projects that i'm working but it's just more about increasing my brand and you know continuously doing things that service my lane of what was going on but definitely the podcast has been my main um, I'm saying like if I you had baby. if you had like a down the road far down the road vision of what something that you'd like to do you know whether it's like act or movie or you know I don't know whatever I think have like a podcast me, on TV like, you know, like you know I definitely would like someone to pick up the podcast mm-hmm. and it be on more of a national level um, yeah, you know cool. things like that I for me it's I, so you're very I, passionate about this I am okay. you know and it's I it's taken me in all different kinds of lanes too mm-hmm. like and not knowing what it was from the beginning to now it being something else right now and just in the in, we're still in the beginning really and it's a season two but you know it's a lot of work and different avenues like so it's like knowing different things from how YouTube works and this works and other, you know, facets where it opens up different businesses mm-hmm. that I can do as well within the brand. So, you know, it's been really, um, it's been, it's been really cool to see that like uh, evolution of where it started and where we're going. I think I saw one of your videos a long time ago. 
That's what they all say. A no, long I, I think I did. time ago. What was well, I doing? Was back, my ass back in when it? I was, well, of course. Back <laughs> when I was watching porn, because I do like the big booty porn. If I, if I was watching porn, that's what I'd be watching. I mean, why not? Yeah. So just wanted to put that out there. Well, thank you. I feel like I saw it in your eyes when you first walked in <laughs> that you definitely watched one of my movies if you wanted to admit it or not. But I didn't hold it against you. But I'm mm. glad you actually told the truth this time. I but yes. I've, always, I've been telling the truth the whole time. You have. You have. have. You've been a good sport. I appreciate yeah. you. Thank you, Private Talk. I hope you've enjoyed this episode with Romeo Lacoste. Make sure you support him. Go and follow him and wait till his EP comes out. Thank We're excited you. to see. Is there anything else that you'd like to plug? Uh, no, just my Instagram, my TikTok, my YouTube, all that stuff. And yeah, watch out for the music. Be ready. It's going to be dope. All right. You Thank heard you. him, Private Talk. Thanks for tuning in. Until next time. This episode of Private Talk Podcast is brought to you by Stereo, the app for live social conversations, and we want to talk directly to you, our listeners. You can join our show to play a fun game we like to call Truth with Texas, where I ask you questions and get to know a little more about each of my fans. Every episode, I'll tell you the secret password that you will need to remember to participate in the game that week so you make sure you listen every week for a chance to connect with me. Live on stereo. This week's password is truth. We want to hear everything. Download the stereo app now and join us live this week. Link below for our show. Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only, not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply.